Hey everybody, welcome into this week's episode of Sunny Days and Double Plays, a Palm Beach baseball podcast. We had a chocked full week of games around the league. We had some good ones, we had some bad ones, including a shellacking of the tribe that we'll talk about here in a little bit. We also had a game that was decided by a suicide squeeze. Um, that's all stuff that we're going to talk about on this week's episode. Uh, we only have four games this week around the league as a lot of teams got the week off due to the uh, fall championship event going around here at Roger Dean and um, over at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Uh, I am going to be helping out Mike Solon of the Thunder, myself and Ivani uh, from Sunny Days and Double Plays. We'll be there to uh, help Mike out with the Thunder stuff and and that should be a fun one we have a full slate of games Uh, i'll talk about that a little bit whenever we do the wrap-up so stay tuned to find out where uh where we will be playing at this weekend uh there is also a palm beach team uh that is being represented excuse me as i have the hiccups that's really great all right so um we'll talk about that as well Uh, i'll get all the information for for their games as well uh, we'll wrap up the show with all that fun stuff. So let's, without any further ado, move to the recap of the week that was around the diamond. Uh, a lot of good games throughout. We'll start with the Hurricanes versus the Thunder, a game that I said that I thought could be the game of the week. Um, I'm going to go on a limb and say that I was correct with this assessment. Um, uh, the 7-3 final score... Um, Tight game. They, 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 both teams played their butts off. Um, very great game. Uh, we'll talk about what Mike Solon had to say here in his recap of the ball game. One bad inning for the Thunder and some missed opportunities at the plate led to their first loss of the season. Cody Gardiri towed the mound for the first time in a long time, tossing two scoreless innings to start the game, which including striking out the side in the second. Cleveland Westbrook, who also hadn't pitched in some time, took the mound in the third, Battle with some control issues, walking two and giving up a single, which loaded the bases. Uh, manager Mike Solon then went back to Cody Gardieri, who was uh, able to strike out two batters, but did give up two hits and a sacrifice fly, leading to four hurricane runs scoring and taking a 4-1 lead. Jack Palmer did a good job over the next four innings, striking out four while allowing only one run to keep the Thunder at, in the game. Anthony Aletta tossed the eighth inning, striking out two of the three batters he faced, while Ricky Miranda threw the ninth, but ran into trouble as he gave up two runs via a walk, a hit batter, and two base hits. The Thunder offense managed three runs on nine hits, leaving nine runners on base, five of which were in scoring position. Mike DeLue had a single and a double. Greg Nicholson had two singles and an RBI. Cleveland Westbrook, Franklin Garcia, Wesley Correa, Bobby Morganson, and Cody Gardieri each had singles. The team had its chances, but were unable to capitalize as they left runners in scoring position in the third, sixth, seventh, and eighth inning. For the Hurricanes, Rako Ramos got the start. He went five, allowing only one earned run and wheeling out of jams all day, as Mike Sulin mentioned in his uh, recap. Yasmani went two for three. Real went two for four. Uh, Eldicus went one for three. Lewis, two for three. Lazaro, one for four. And Adele, one for two for the Hurricanes who are the last unbeaten team in the league. So congratulations to those guys. Uh, they've, they've been playing really well. Uh, tip your cap to those guys. A lot of fun stuff coming up from, uh, from them. 
the next game we're going to talk about, the South Florida Beach Bums defeated the St. Lucie Tribe by a final score of 9-1. to The Bums pulled away in the middle innings as the bats of the Tribe stayed cold as Darren and Rick Schnurr combined to throw nine innings, only allowing seven hits, allowing only one run to score on the day to get the Bums to 4-1-1. One, one. The Bums offensively were powered by Brad Myatt, 3-for-5 with a double, two runs scored, two RBIs. Dave Sally, 3-for-5 with an RBI and a run scored. Alex Stone, 3-for-4 with a double and two RBIs. Dalton Balma and Nunez each had hits while JB added two RBIs. For the Tribe, Key Marquisi got shuttled with the loss. He went six, allowing nine hits, five runs, four earned, while striking out four and walking three. Dawson Scarf threw the final three innings, allowing one hit, two runs, neither of which were earned, while striking out two and walking one. For the Tribe, Dan DeSimone and Anthony Melli each had two hits. Vinny Bonacani, Dawson Scarf, and Sam Moss had the other hits, with the lone RBI coming on a sacrifice fly from Vernon Flores, his first RBI as a member of the Tribe. The Marlins and the Reds met in a close game that went 11 innings. Uh, the Reds get the victory with the suicide squeeze that I was talking about uh, a little while ago. They were able to get the win there, so... Uh, a lot of fun stuff uh, in that game. Uh, I was talking to Ivani. Um, obviously, didn't get the the outcome that they were looking for. But the suicide squeeze um, is always a fun play to run in, in baseball, I feel like. So the fact that they were able to get that, uh, get that down was a tip of the cap to the JEG Reds. Caribbean Stars defeated the Diamondbacks 7-6. Trey Bentley threw his second uh, great game back-to-back. He threw he went eight innings, striking out eight of the Diamondbacks to get the Caribe Stars the win on the mound. Red Sox over the Sugar Kings, 12-5 for first place in the Central Division. Austin Price went five strong for the Red Sox as he was able to hold the Sugar Kings to three runs, one earned while striking out six. He was followed by Osvaldo Pedrazo, who went three innings, allowing two earned runs and striking out six himself. Andrew Rubin. Two for three with two singles, an RBI, a walk, a run scored, and a stolen base. Tyler Ballman with an RBI. Sheldon Carroll. Bill Pisani, two RBIs. Ainer Cortea with a uh, base hit. Pedrazo and Price each had hits with Ballman and Pisani and Katara all driving in runs. Uh, McCormick and Jonathan Rivera also added to the RBI output for the Red Sox in this game as they were able to take advantage early of the Sugar Kings' mistakes. Heat 10, Angels 7 in a good one. The Heat rallied from an early deficit to defeat the Halos by a final score of 10-7. The Angels got on out to an early 4-0 lead in the top of the first, but the Heat answered right back with three in the bottom half, two in the third, and in the fourth, a single run in the fifth, two in the sixth, and held off a late charge from the Angels. The Heat were led in a 20-hit attack by Steven Skeen, who went 3-for-4 with two doubles, two RBIs, and a run scored. Mike Rodriguez, 3-for-4 with an RBI. Ornan went 3-for-4 with an RBI and two runs scored. Manager Jeff Houston, 2-for-4 with an RBI and a run scored. Mike Cardona, 2-for-4 with two RBIs, while Ricky Ramos, Drew Pascal, Mike Collins all had hits, with Ramos and Pascal driving in runs. On the mound, Alejandro got the start for the Heat. He went, after giving up the four runs in the first, uh, he was able to get himself... Back aligned. Uh, he went six, allowing those four runs, three of which were earned, giving up six hits, walking five, and striking out six. Rodriguez finished it off, throwing the final two, allowing one hit, three runs, one earned run, walking three, and striking out one member of the Angels. 
the other games from around the league, the Delray Nationals defeated the Boca Dirtbags by a final score of 7-4, and the Warriors get their first victory of the season. They defeated the Braves by a final score of 12-2. That is your trip around the scoreboard from the week that was here. Uh, we will now move to... Uh, what I'm going to say is everybody's favorite segment here, and that is the Players of the Week. Um, got a chock-full lineup here. Uh, we'll start the Central Division. Uh, the Pitcher of the Week, as selected by yours truly, is Austin Price of the Palm Beach Red Sox. The Central Hitter of the Week is Steven Skeen of the Palm Beach Heat. The National Division Pitcher of the Week is Rako Ramos for his victory over the Thunder. The Hitter of the Week is Brad Mide of the South Florida Beach Bums for tormenting the St. Lucie Tribe. And in the American Division, uh, Trey Bentley back-to-back uh, Pitcher of the Week awards. Uh, and I'm going to give the person who got down the suicide squeeze bunt the, the hitter of the week. So, Junior, if you're listening to this, um, if you can give me that person's name, I'd love to give them a shout-out on next week's show and get them down here for the uh, rightful spot as the American Division hitter of week number seven. Uh, all right, so we're going to go now. Beer League Vegas odds. A very reduced schedule this week due to, like I said, the the stuff going on uh, around the Palm Beaches. So with that being said, let's let's get into it real quick. Two games at 9 o'clock, two games at 1230. Uh, We're going to go from the Little Fenway field and from the West Boynton Athletic Complex. We'll start the 9 a.m. tilts from West Boynton, the Hurricanes, the lone undefeated Team taking on the JEG Reds coming off of their big victory over the Palm Beach Marlins. Uh, I have the Hurricanes at minus 120. I have the Reds at plus 105. Over under in this game, I have set at nine and a half. I'm going to take the Hurricanes to hold off and stay unblemished for another week. I'll take them by a final score of five to four. From Little Fenway, the 9 a.m. tilt will see the Heat, who I have at plus 120. Taking on the Sugar Kings, who I have at minus 110. Over under set at 10.5. I'm going to take the Sugar Kings here. Final score of 7 to 5. And then the 12.30 tilts will go, will stay at Little Fenway. It is the Palm Beach Red Sox taking on the Braves. Uh, I have the over under at this game at 14.5. I have the Red Sox at minus 165. Braves at plus 135. I'll take the Red Sox by a final score of 10 to 4. And last but certainly not least, from the West Boynton Athletic Complex. Uh, it is the Palm Beach Angels, who I have at minus 120. They're taking on the Warriors, coming off of their first victory, who I have at plus 130. Over under this game, I have set at 13.5. I'm going to take the Angels by a final score of 8-4. to four. Um, All right, so that is Beer League Vegas odds. Again, reduced um, due to uh, the fun stuff that's happening across the the Palm Beaches this weekend. Um, And that is the MSBL, MABL uh, tournament. Um, I'm going to sit here and see if I can bring up some some information for you guys. Uh, I, myself, am going to be helping, like I said um, earlier today, I'm going to be helping uh, manager Mike Solon and the Thunder organization, uh, myself, Ivani, uh, we'll be there uh, doing all that fun stuff, uh, helping him out this weekend. Um, we have a three-game slate uh, set up. We are playing the Long Island Mudcats at 1 o'clock on Saturday at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. We are at the 
let's see where are we at Astros field number five. So anybody in the area that wants to come out to that one, and then at four thirty we are inside the big stadium. Uh, we're taking on the Dade City Brewers. Uh, that's four thirty first pitch. So that should be a lot of fun. Then Sunday, anybody in the St. Lucie area, uh, we are playing a 1 o'clock game against the Atlanta Giants at the Cardinals field number 5 as we are taking uh, our talents up to Roger Dean Stadium. Monday, they have a game against the Virgin Island Eagles from the Nationals field 5 at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. I will not be able to attend that game. Uh, then we have a playoff game scheduled for later that afternoon. Um, and then, of course, if we can get there, the semifinals uh tuesday morning and then the tuesday afternoon finals uh which we hope to uh, be able to represent the palm beach baseball league and potentially bring back a championship that's obviously the goal here uh for the thunder organization uh, i mean i've spoken to mike uh, about it so definitely that's the that's the hope here um i'm gonna have a lot of fun helping out with uh the the other coaches that we're bringing on um you know so we should have a lot of fun uh we have obviously the week one 18 the defending 18 national division uh champions were the Dade city brewers who we actually have on the docket so we're gonna have a lot of uh we're gonna have a difficult time ahead of us and i think we understand the assignment so hopefully it should be a fun one um, i'm trying to find the exact um oh here it is all right cool so the palm beach team so i can give you guys a little recap of them uh they will be playing a slate of games we have saturday november 5th uh 9 30 they play the tampa thunder and then at one o'clock they play the new york mariners sunday uh they play the deladis and then monday they play the niagara phillies so that is the 18 and over team. Uh, we'll talk about the 35 over team on next week's show because we actually have another uh, tournament coming up next week where there will be a 35 over team representing the Palm Beaches. Uh, also playing in this tournament is the Delray Nationals. They're in the 20, 28 and over division. Uh, they have full slate of games on Saturday. They play the Connecticut Indians at 1 o'clock from Roger Dean. Then they play the Gator Senators from the Roger Dean Stadium Complex at 4.30. Sunday, they play the Cayuga at 1 o'clock uh, from the national side of Roger, or excuse me, from the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Monday, they play the Shula South Dade team at 4.30 from Roger Dean. And then Tuesday at 9.30 a.m., they play the Tampa Bombers. Uh, that's their schedule so far. Uh, I'll keep you guys uh, updated next week how everybody does across the tournaments. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more. I'm hoping to get Ivani. Uh, maybe we'll do some interviews and clip this thing together uh, with guys in the dugout in between games and stuff like that because we're going to have a little bit of downtime. So that's it for this week's uh, condensed version of Sunny Days and Double Plays due to the you know crazy stuff going on at the ballpark at the Palm Beaches and at Roger Teen this weekend. Uh, short schedule, so we didn't get to have a ton of in-depth talk about what may happen across the diamond this week. Um, but I appreciate everybody getting me uh, information uh, about how their teams are doing and stuff like that. Andrew Rubin, special shout-out um, for getting me all the stats of the Red Sox. Uh, keep bringing me those guys. Keep giving me uh, stuff to work with. 
you know, even if your team is not victorious, um, I'd love to talk about you guys because I love to hear people talk about how great of seasons guys are having uh, outside of their own guys. So if you haven't already, you can hit me up on Instagram, Fat Kids Certified SE or Mike Bernier underscore. I am on both of those. Fat Kid is the podcast uh, home for yours truly. You can also hit me up on Facebook if you're my friend on there. And if you would like to send me an email, podcastpbbaseball at gmail.com. You can send me any of your stats there. Um, so, yeah, that's it for this week's show, guys. We'll see you uh, next week for some more Sunny Days and Double Plays, a Palm Beach baseball podcast.